0: back to Earthly Treasures, an actual play podcast for Relics, A Game of Angels, a new role-playing game that will be on Kickstarter right now if you're listening to this the moment we release it. I'm the designer of the game, Steve D, and host of this podcast, and with us as always is our uh, GM, or as we call them, Ethan Cox. Hello. And uh, our players, Andrew Chergwin. Hi. Cody, Cody Smith. Yep, yep. Lois Spangler. Hi. Ah and Jake Nelson. Present. I'll be handing over to the dealer in just a moment, but first we'll just like to let you know there may be a little bit of background noise from this episode, including some from jet airplanes or a random television, but we'll try to make it as clear as we possibly can, and we hope you enjoy the continuing adventures of Earthly Treasures, so I'll now hand over to our players and dealer.
2: Really well, the commencing adventures of Earthly Treasures. Yes. So, um, last session, what we did is we created all of your characters and we did a little bit of an introduction as to where we're going to be, where this is taking place. Um, and the main setting for this, um, part of your world hopping journey is Peru. So, um, we'll be starting in the small, um, northern town of Pebas, um, And, well, before we get into it, how about we have a slight little reintroduction to everyone's characters, um, starting with Andrew.
3: Hi, so uh, I have Charles, who is the, well, uh, 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 angel good for communication, which is amusing after I just stuttered my way into that, uh, who follows Michael for protection, um, is all about kind of wrath, arrest, and justice, and has big... Uh, Big grudges and some, yeah, some some stuff that looks impressive, but will scare the locals. Uh,
4: Next is Cody. I am Harahel, Angel of the Libraries, Director of Ink, Pursuer of Knowledge. I've been working in a Peruvian library
5: this whole time, and I'm ready to kick some ass. Great. Uh, Lois? Um, So my angel is uh, Veronica. She goes by Vero, uh, de la Paz. Uh, her aspect is behemoth, so she's all about uh, basically being the break. Um, she is, as the younguns say, a social justice warrior. Um, she walked away from heaven because she was not happy with how some things were going, and she's been spending a lot of time in uh, in Central and South America. Heaven is rather problematic at the end of the day. God is cancelled. <laughs>
6: Finally, uh, we have Jake. Uh, bonjour, I am Rose Eccarlate. Uh People sometimes call me the French Carmen San Diego, but given that I came first, Carmen San Diego is more like the Hispanic me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I, am a, I am a phantom thief extraordinaire. I, I inspired the trope, and uh, I, I, am, I am a Nesher angel in service of uh, Metatron, the Herald of countenance.
2: Wonderful. All right. So that's just. A little- CNO as to who our main protagonists are. And without further ado, we shall slide straight in to Peru. So each of you um, have had your own personal reasons for coming to Peru. Uh, Relics will give her unbridled access to others. So, each of you, for your own um, personal reasons, have decided to attempt to hunt her down. So, um, Pebas is this small town that uh, goes along the Amazon River. So, um, a fair few of the buildings are literally right on stilts, hanging above the water. Um, the rest of the town moves up um, the hill, up to um,
1: concrete streets, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of small buildings that have a lot of corrugated iron on them. So you've just got, got sheets of metal on the roofs, on the walls. Most of the town is made of, uh, made of sheet metal. So over the past uh, week, each of you has slowly been
2: arriving at Pebas. This town isn't really used to tourists, so each of you have attempted to keep a low profile. In your own way. So the last one of you arrived about two days ago and just last night when all of you returned to your residence you found a letter uh, inside. It was in this brief but very precise handwriting asking you uh, as other angels to come to an address at a specific time. So it said um, this specific dockside shed uh, sh- tomorrow, midday. So, each of you...
1: I'm
0: we got some sound issues. No,
6: no, no, all good. Okay. We, we, walk, we walk past a small child in the street on
4: our way. <laughs> Hello, teacher Indeed, I am the youth outreach at the Peruvian Library. <laughs> so, um, it becomes... Um,
2: day of the next day and each of you is sort of hang around near the region um, and this is a chance where you can enter the building however you see fit. So Andrew?
3: Um, well knowing the way that Charles would probably tend to work he would probably do as close as you can to the you know stereotypical western bar entrance of just walk on up and shove the door open and stand there and survey the room.
1: So, um, you slam open the door and
2: you walk in. Next is Cody. Hmm. I
1: mean,
4: this place is just Absolutely awful. Right on a river. You can't store books here. The the humidity alone will warp the pages. It's <sighs> okay. Um I see the open front door and I guess I just follow in, hoping that I'm unassuming enough that no one will really blink an eye at me. Okay,
2: and yeah, you do. You you sort of look around for a moment and then head across the street and hurry in through the door. And Jake. What do you do? You know, you
6: know how in the movies when, like, you know, there's this pretty lady trying to be inconspicuous, and so she's got like the big sunglasses and like the the, the, the scarf wrapped around her head, and she's you know maybe wearing a big coat or something. Basically that.
2: So you got this big, very very big inconspicuous coat, um, and what you're just sidling straight into the house, into the building. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that, that's that yeah.
6: Pretty much it, you know what. Vo- the, the the whole avoiding the paparazzi kind of thing.
4: I mean, I feel like it'd be even less conspicuous if you actually wrote "inconspicuous" on the back in large, friendly <laughs> letters.
3: I, I, I felt like I was taking the stealth mode in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, as uh, as Andrew as Charles breaks down the door, just slams mm. open. You know, the metal slamming back, hitting against the other metal. Um, you see there's um, a woman sitting in, inside at the table, and she looks up, not really surprised or taken back by the loud sound, and just kind of motions for you to sit down. Uh, you wait for a little while, and then uh, Hell walks through the door, um, and then Rose comes through, you know, back to everyone, kind of sidling up against the wall and then goes, did anyone see me? And then you're all just sitting there sort of wondering what on earth she's doing, or what on heaven she's doing. Oh, on earth is pretty accurate. because On earth? No. Yeah, we, we can't really
6: get back up there, so.
2: So you all sit down, um, and the woman introduces herself
5: as Veronica Veronique. I was not expecting all of you to be quite this, um, uh, punctual. Your handwriting is rather exquisite. How could I resist?
3: Uh, uh, I was watching the place for three hours beforehand.
2: Ah, my right,
4: so
1: Veronica, saw, it has been too
2: long. So, um, you're all sitting down, and you're kind of looking around wondering, um, why you were asked here. And, um, Veronica reveals as to why she asked you to come. She, she'd realized um, that you're all in the town as she's been here for a little while, and she starts to reveal what she knows of what's going on here, and the Collector.
5: We've crossed paths in the past, at least once, all of us. Enough for me to know. comes to one particular adversary. We are all united against them. The Collector is active here maybe two weeks. Small militia here, it's not professional. Uh, Maybe gang members come up from the coast because this is such a tiny town. But the locals, they're all, I can't can't talk to them, they won't, um, I'm almost certain they're being paid.
4: You helped me save that
5: library, it was
4: burning. You held the gorillas off while we rescued the books. I will assist you.
5: Okay. Am I to assume you are still playing the Steadfast Guardian? No, I'm not playing. I, I don't have much of an option. That's how I was built. Am I to assume you are still being the Steadfast Guardian? This collector collects...
4: what? I mean, I am a collector. I'm a collector of books. I'm a collector of knowledge. Is this collector really so bad?
3: She collects things we don't want her to have.
2: Yes, yeah, so each of you have had um, in in your past little encounters with the collector. If it was her trying to um, take away your relic or someone's that you know or one that you are after, um, she has crossed paths with each of you in her own subtle ways, either her or one of her associates. So you all know um, kind of what she does and... You have a feeling that if she is allowed to continue, something something's gonna happen. Hang on, catalogue the collector degenerates. Degenerates who
4: take the books and do not bring them back, degenerates with overdue fees on their names. Yes, I am familiar
5: with the collector. I've heard that the vessel is in town. Oh, so God. My my encounters with them, the damage they leave in their wake. My concern is three civilians were brought in, and yesterday, warehouse in the jeep. I don't know where the jeep went. I wasn't able to, I didn't have the opportunity or the time to track it down. But security has dropped significantly around that warehouse.
3: So things are coming through here. This is not an end point, it's a midpoint.
5: Maybe a staging place. It may, be, uh, it may be where a deal was done staging place, perhaps it is where I deal is going to be done. It's a little bit to me like, um, uh, Beavs?
0: Lois, we're losing you occasionally. This just every now and then you're dropping out.
5: I'm not sure I can do anything about that. Yeah, just, um,
0: just making you aware of it so that people might ask you to repeat something.
5: Fine, please ask me to repeat. Sorry for the, uh, for the sound quality. Oh, could you repeat that? I said, sorry for the sound quality.
3: So there was the bit before about staging and bringing
5: something through? Ah, think they, they, they look a little to me like archaeology thieves. Mm-hmm. Archaeology kind is of the of history. Archaeology um, thieves are the was kind of thieves. They are so boring. Um, I want to call them poachers, but that's not the right term. Grave robbers. Grave robbers. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's more like
4: like tomb robbers. Mm. When we lose history, we lose history
6: forever. Rose does does, uh, say tomb robbers with some amount of disdain, uh, completely glossing over the fact that she herself has robbed a few tombs.
2: So, the group of you are sitting around, um, you've come to the decision that there is something going on here,
1: and you have a, um, sort of a direction to go.
4: This warehouse? Take me to it. I'm sure there are things to catalogue.
5: Mm, if anything is left. Uh,
2: who
3: works there? Is there anyone left who works there around?
5: I think locals. I don't think any of the militia has stayed. Uh, but I had to stop staying, staying so close. I was becoming uh, suspicious. Yes. Yeah, so um, last night, you Veronica saw the
2: um, jeep pull out and a large congregation, including those civilians, uh, drove out.
5: They haven't come back but she can't tell who was left behind. Mm -hmm. I know that some left, but I don't know who, if any, or how many stayed behind. Take me to this warehouse. We will soon get to the bottom of this. Is anyone else interested in coming?
1: I'll come,
3: at least. Someone might be uh, too nosy for their own good.
2: I have no idea who you're talking about.
3: Oh, I didn't just mean you.
2: So, um, the group of you, uh, having come to the decision to head on over to this warehouse, um, you exit this little, little shanty house, um, you're quite close to the river where you are, you head back up the hill towards the the town proper, and there is this large, almost two-storey, um, warehouse, um... Like the rest of the, the town, it has large corrugated iron up on the walls and the roof, um, and it's it's about a five-minute walk. You get there, there's some locals milling about. Um, so, you know, you, you stand a little ways off, peering towards it, and you do see there are um, two people that seem to be standing guard out the front. You can't see any um, weapons on them. They don't seem to be moving from where they are; rather, just looking about.
4: Such a large structure for such a small town, isn't this interesting?
2: You can see there are um, some. So there's the main road going down um, between you and the warehouse. Uh, You can see that there are alleyways on either side. Um, There's, you know, a large door at the front. And then a smaller one
3: just beside it. I'd like to take a casual walk around the warehouse and investigate a possible way of entry. How busy does this main road look?
2: You look about and there's, you look around there's about ten, twenty people in the street at the moment um, but it is, it is a longer street so there's, there's more people coming in and out from other directions. There aren't really any cars on the road here. Um, it's more just walking, large walking roads.
4: Sure. And I'm like 60. Who's going to pay attention to me?
2: <laughs> okay, so you, I guess you hobble across the street. Um, and you go down uh, the left or the right. Which way do you want to go? Uh, always lucky left. Okay, so you head down the, the left side of the building while the others wait. And you see there's um, a, a couple of stairs leading up um, to the side, up the side of the building. And there's a doorway um, that seems to be on that sort of second level. You have a little peek. Um, you can't really tell if there's any lock on the door. You just know there's stairs and a door up there.
4: I do have an investigation skill. Can I make a poll? Uh,
2: yeah, you can pop up there and make a, what do we call it in this? A check, a... Simple draw? test. Okay. Yes, so, yeah, you can make a yeah a test and pull um, a card to see if you can... Are you trying to open the door or just investigate it?
4: I'd like to see if the door is sort of guarded or if I can get a glimpse inside or... So, like, gauge if this is going to be a safe way to enter the warehouse.
2: Okay, so, yeah, could you... Uh, Pull a test for me. Do I get any sort of bonus from using my investigation skill? Yes, Steve. How exactly does that work for
1: it, the audience?
0: This is a one of the areas where it's sort of up to you. Either you can, if anyone would have a chance of um, knowing something more, then the skill in question, the memory in question, will give you a a um, a blessing. If you needed the investigation skill to even be able to figure this out, then it allows you to have the the, the, the test in the first place. And that's always going to be a, a vague area about how you define what's, what information is available. So if she if the blessing applies, if you think anyone would have be able to get some idea, um, then you will draw two cards and take the best. All right.
2: Well, then, yes, you would have a blessing on it. So pull two cards and choose the best. I uh, got an ace of cups and a two of cups. So an ace, an ace is considered an eleven, correct?
0: Or just a... no, an ace is a one. So an ace of cups and a two of cups.
2: Oh, that wasn't so great. <laughs> yeah,
0: those are the the no. two you lowest might... results, basically. Yep. So those are that is You fail. might want
2: to shuffle <laughs> your online deck as well. Oh, that's a good point. Gonna... Shall I redraw? I did forget. To uh shuffle. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Sometimes
4: shuffle or two and. Give it a redraw. Yeah, sometimes uh, the... I got the hermit and the devil.
0: Ooh. <laughs> the, <laughs> the devil is a, is a critical failure.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I fall
2: down the staircase. Yeah. So you you go up the stairs, um, and they your your toe hits a very loudly on one of the stairs as you're going up these metal stairs.
1: Oh, um, you my pause,
2: You pause for a moment. Um, you don't hear anything, and then you hear the rushing of feet coming from behind the warehouse rather than in front of it. Well,
4: shoot. Uh, we're in doubt, faint ignorance. Dominic? Dominic, are you here?
2: And this um, this, this local man comes rushing around the side of the building. And he sees you up there and he starts starts asking you what you're doing there. But it's, you know, it's in Spanish. Um, You're not, I mean, do you speak Spanish? Have you learned Spanish in your travels? Somebody here.
4: Probably enough in my
2: memories. I have linguistics elasticity. Okay. So I do believe I can speak Spanish. All right. So you you understand what he's saying and he's, he's asking what you're doing here, why you're way of going up these steps um and I'm look- he, he doesn't seem I'm- to have any weapons in his hand but you look like there's a bit of a bulge on his leg
4: i'm looking for dominic his shift should be over he should be at
2: home where's dominic and he says to you just 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 get out of here get out of here we don't want you here there's no dominic here try he points points back out the road just, just try out there somewhere just go away, leave.
4: Uh, is this wrong? Is, does Dominic not work here?
2: He goes, no, no, what are you doing, old lady? And he starts to walk around the stairs and you know, starts to try and lead you down towards the stairs. Um, before he does, you can get a little um, look back at the door and mm-hmm. you do see um, it looks like m- much more of a solid door than anything that should be on this building. Uh, and okay. there does seem to be a uh, a keypad of some sort don't I
4: allow know? myself to be led down the stairs by this kind young gentleman um, and I, I suppose I re- reunite with the others once I'm led to the main street
2: yeah so you yeah you you get led back out and he kind of pushes you away as you get to the the street kind of says don't don't come back don't you dare and uh turns his back on you and you you Turn, come back, uh, I
4: go to see you. Sometimes I love being a senile old lady.
2: <laughs> and they they ask you uh, what you learned.
4: Uh, so the left side, really locked down, there's a keypad. I think uh, it's not going to be our best way in. A keypad?
1: Hmm. <laughs>
3: Now, you said the door looks strong. How do the walls look?
4: I mean, the whole place looks like it's built out of trash, doesn't it? Hmm.
3: See, because if the door's good, if the wall's bad, it doesn't matter how much of a lock there is on it.
4: I like the way you, you want
5: to make a lot of noise. Details.
3: I mean,
4: I mean,
6: I have dealt with a few keypads in my time. Ta-
3: that doesn't surprise me.
5: I can't
1: imagine my right? Hmm.
5: Maybe we should take a moment to see how many people are guarding the building. If it's a manageable number of us can run interference. Distract them and let somebody else get in.
3: Um, do we know how long until someone might be back?
5: Uh, no, there's no pattern of departing or leaving and or arriving as far as I can tell this arrival of the civilians seemed to be regular but it was expected
3: does the town have a city hall because you would like a distraction there's no uh, there's no real city hall but there is a large
1: church it's it's sort of the largest building in the town Uh, and it does have a
2: bell tower Mm. and there's also a very very large um Sort of phone cellular tower in the middle, or mm. t- slightly to the side of the town. But those are kind of the main big structures around.
3: Oh, okay. Um, uh, that's no, that's not what I'm after. Uh, Vero, do you have an official permit for anything? No. No? Mm, that's a shame. I plan to make a nice forged. Basically, condemnation notice, you know, something that will say that the building needs to get shut down and destroyed. And of course, you know, a city official would need to present that on the spot, which
5: probably will get some this attention. Town, this town is so small that relying on any kind of national authority will get you laughed at.
3: That's okay. That's a great distraction, isn't
5: it? I uh, do Abram- want to. Yeah, I mean, well, you, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that basically, I'm just going to forge a document, pretend to be from a semi-official something, you know, state municipal level. But it doesn't matter too much, right? So, not quite national government, but somewhere below that, and uh, come up and, and cause something of a of a scene uh, and encourage. All right. People. Could I could I
2: ask you to make a test on how official this uh, this document looks as you well, start scribbling?
3: I do have a forgery skill, so that, uh, that-
2: Definitely you have a blessing on that.
3: (laughs) So let's see what we get. Uh, I will shuffle that deck to make sure that I don't Mm. have the same problem others have had. I got the Sun as the first card, and the second card is the Eight of Coins.
0: Sorry, what were the cards? The,
3: The first one was the Sun, and the second one was the Eight of Coins.
0: Okay, so they're both a grudging success. Success at a cost the, or not quite what you needed.
2: The sun, yeah, isn't, so the, yeah. the sun isn't your signifier? Uh, well, sure.
3: not not personally, I don't yeah.
1: think.
2: Your um,
3: signifier is the card that you drew that determined uh, what that's right yeah, no, I, no, I have the writ of arrest, so...
0: No, okay, no, the, there should have been a card that, that was attached to
1: your Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I oh think that's no my relic is not that.
5: No, to record that, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so um, grudging success, which is um, sort of like a a yes but. so you 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 start um, writing away, um, but you sort of, you you put it on the only available sort of um, material around, and that's this corrugated eye. So as you're writing, um, bits of it look correct, um, but there are areas that have, you know, that kind of wobble you get when you're riding on something a little bumpy, mm. um, especially that signature bit as you you finish it off. But you look at it and it looks it looks possible. Sure.
3: Um, so I'm quite literally just going to blag my way over to the street to these.
6: Um, I, I think nice. I think I think Rose Rose is just going to look at him, look at the iron. Stare at the eye for a moment, then look back at him and go, Stop, 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 arrate, Arrete!" What's the problem? You're supposed to be a city official. You cannot go in those clothes. I don't need to be a rich city official.
3: (laughs) I just need to be someone who's going to irritate them.
6: But you should at least look official. No,
3: no, no, the point is to look unofficial. The more I don't look the part, the more they want to get rid of me. The more people will come, the more you can avoid them.
4: This does not seem legit at all.
3: That's the point. I don't seem legit. I want to cause a
4: distraction. You are far too tricky with words. What did the words ever do to you?
3: Don't you ever remember? I'm with Isha. Speaking is kind of my jam. Mm,
4: carry on. I do not see what jam has to do with it. but go on. Alright. Yes. So, All right.
2: yeah,
3: yeah, so, so, the so point Charles, you
2: start to...
3: Yeah, just boldly head over and kind of deliver this thing and causes much chaos as I possibly can right in the middle of everything. Get locals looking at it, the whole bit. Um, after being around France for a couple of centuries, you learn the languages of your neighbours.
2: Oh, I can so make the situation worse. <laughs> Alright, so you, you start to, to walk
1: across the road. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the others doing at this point?
6: Uh, Rose is going to hang back until um, all eyes are on him.
4: I think I'm ready to help. Um, sorry, what's your cactus name again? Charles. Charles. I think I'm hanging you back ready to help Charles just in case it's not enough of a distraction. All right. Okay. So,
5: uh, Charles... You're, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. keep an eye out to make sure that... Um, to make sure we don't get jumped. You know, if somebody gets suspicious, we've got a little bit of time to head them off.
1: Okay.
5: Charles, um, you, you head on across the road... Well, we've got a lookout, someone that's
2: ready to back you up, and another that's sort of just, just waiting there, waiting to see what happens. You head on over, and you what, what do you do with your uh, your newfound title of official?
3: So with my newfound officialdom, I am going to basically stand there, present it as quickly as I can kind of get away with, and then demand to speak to the manager of the site.
6: You're speaking for a shot right. here.
3: No, no, I can speak Spanish. You don't hang around with all those people who, you know, bother invading Spain without learning a little Spanish on the way.
6: Uh, <laughs> Steve, what, Steve, would this call for a memory?
0: Uh, that is a GM's call. Um, I'm like, if you want to let for ease of play, romance languages, you know, just drift in and out. Language is always one of those issues that's that's difficult. Every single language needing a memory puts a lot of pressure on on skill systems. Uh, it's entirely the GM's call. For ease of, of things, you can just go, everyone's got a, a mastery of most of the languages needed until it becomes an issue. Um, or you can go, look, everyone's got English and Spanish, but um, or everyone's got English and, and one other, uh, but anything else requires a, a, um, a memory. It's up to the uh, the dealer.
2: My language okay. is our health speciality. Yeah, so each each of these players does seem to have a reason you would have a, a fair understanding of Spanish to having, you know, lived in these sort of regions, um, and the other two being relatively close to Spain and having been there for a long time. So for ease of of this one we're just gonna say most of you have a, a very fair understanding of it and you can get you can get away with a you know, a conversation.
5: Well so considering that I spent since crashing to Earth my time in uh, say my Spanish is probably pretty personal. I, yes, I, yours. You're, you're pretty good. I, th- I feel. I, I think, think my French of, is pretty rot.
6: Yeah, I feel. I feel kind of like the kid in class everyone hates now. Like, Mr. D, doesn't it need a memory? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> we'll
2: see. Anyway, Charles is public. bullshitting the locals.
3: Yeah, Charles is going to bullshit the locals.
2: Yeah, and they 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 look at each other and they look at this um this bit of. Writing you've done, um, and <laughs> they they look at it and they think this could be official, but like what was said before, this is you know far from
1: um, you know large towns and large cities, the law doesn't doesn't hold as much sway here, and they start um, sort of having
2: a back and forth of you going like what are you doing here? What's what's the point of you being here? We've got nothing wrong. Who are you to demand this? And can I make things worse? It's time to make
4: things worse. I've got a good absolutely.
1: plan. Absolutely.
4: Yes, I, I woke up the chance. Sir, Sir, Officer, they've taken my Dominic. I swear he was working here, but my <laughs> Dominic is gone. They've taken him. I swear it. All right. Um, and
2: at this point, other um, locals have started to turn and sort of. Peek at what's happening as you're getting fairly hysterical.
1: Um, Tell them to bring my
3: Dominic back! I'm just here to deal with the building code violations. I'm not a police officer. Please get me the manager. Get me whoever's managing this place. Is, is there, a, is
6: there a, is, is enough attention on not the door that I can sort of skulk over there? Pardon, what was that one? Is enough attention on not the door that I can sort of
2: skulk over there? Are you talking about um, the front door? or Are you talking about um, the side one? The side one. Yeah, yeah. So people have started to kind of cluster over. Um, there's there's not really a big circle yet, but the two guards they they aren't. Um, their focus is on uh, this this old lady and this officer, uh, and not on the door. So yeah, you can sort of skulk around the side and get into the alleyway.
4: My Dominic hasn't taken his hard pills today. <laughs>
6: Um, I'm going to try and, uh, uh,
2: suss out the, and and get through the keypad lock. Oh, sorry, yep, alright. Um, could you make a, a test for that? And would you say you have a skill?
6: Uh, I have, I have the burglary skill, which is, uh, moving.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that sounds, it sounds like burglary to me. So, yeah, so, you have a blessing
6: on that.
5: Cool beans, I'm going to use my own tarot deck, what I have here. While that's going on, I'm going to play interference. I'm going to try to sort of stand in a way that is between this break-in attempt and the larger part of the crowd. So if somebody turns around and goes, "Oh, look what's going on!" I can interfere.
1: Oh, good. Uh, thank so you. I
5: have
6: I have the Hanged Man and the Knight of Cups. Um, so if anyone's signifier is the Hanged Man,
2: uh, just just let me know. Okay, so because it's a court card, the Knight, um, that's a full success.
1: Nice. So what you do, um, you go up to this, this keypad, you have a look at it, um, would you say you're more
2: of a a guessing kind of person that can get the numbers, or would you say you're more of a pulling off the, the front and rewiring stuff? Um,
1: I, I'd probably,
6: like, you know, um, just, just sort of tinker around in the innards until I, uh, until I got it. It's, 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 it's it's probably not a very good one, right?
2: No, it's definitely not.
6: Yeah, so I just sort of, like, um, Jimmy the face played off, like, mess around with the wires, and and, and the lock clicks open, and Rose is just like, amateurs.
1: Okay, yeah,
2: so you pull off the wires, you see a little spark come up, and you hear a a clunk as the door unlocks, and sort of swings in a a tiny bit. And I'm going to put the faceplate back on the keypad so it looks like nothing happened. Alright, so from where um, Veronique is standing, um, she can sort of, she hears that clunk, because she's standing sort of on the, the... the edge of the building, sort of at mm-hmm. the corner, keeping the distance between the the guards, the the group and the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear that clunk, you look back and you see um, Rose up there. Um are you starting to go through the door? Or would you like to signal to Verenic? Any... Oh you are sorry, Rose. I lost you for Rose. A second, I guess. Rose, would you would you are you going to um like signal down or are you just gonna go
6: through the door? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like you know, let let Veronique know like quick thumbs up um that I've got it open. It's, it's I
5: mean unless you want to get French with my name because that's appropriate to your character, that's cool, but yeah, my name true. is Veronica. Veronique, I'm
6: going through it, because I don't actually say that out loud because that would be Okay, so
2: yeah, you signal down to Veronica. Um <laughs> That the door's open and you're
5: going to go through and you start heading through. Um, Veronica, onto you. Closer
2: to the door? Um, so that. Alright, so it is up a few stairs. Do you want okay. to. okay. I'm going to move you.
5: No, I just want to move to the foot of the stairs so, it, so that if I hear a noise or if I hear Rose call out, I can get in. But for the most part, I'm just playing interference for anyone who might come over and be like, guard on the door? Why is there no guard on? You know, somebody who might interfere with what we're trying to do. Okay, so yeah, you move around the corner, you can no longer see, um, you can no only see Charles or Harry Hall, Harry Hall, sorry, um, um, but yeah, you, you
3: move a bit closer, um, so what is our old lady and officer doing, you still? still- uh, uh, yeah, I think we just keep on running this straight man, straight man, funny man, <sighs> right in front of the crowd, right, you know, just like.
4: My John. mother told me not to marry that man He would cause me so much grief and trouble. Oh, my heart! My heart!
3: Yeah, excuse me, but I do need to speak to the manager, right? The full John Cleese, right? You know, like, I need to speak to someone, I need to speak to someone. Now, this is the documentation, get me the people who are in charge. I don't need to deal with you
2: today.
4: Do you not care about my Dominic? I'm telling you, I took him!
2: <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, you keep on going, and one of, the, one of the guards pulls out um, a cell phone and he makes a, a quick call and um, he's, he's talking on the phone a bit and you hear him saying, "There you know, there's people here, this big crowd, what do we do? Um, this, this isn't what we signed off for, we don't know. You can't get the feeling he doesn't know what to do in this situation. Um, and you can just see sort of through the crowd that the, um, the smaller door on the front entrance pops open, and another um, guard-type person sort of peeks through to have a look at what all the noise is. And that door is slightly ajar now, as he's standing there looking through. We're helping.
3: <laughs> so, um, pretty much as soon as that door pops open, you're going to get the,
4: excuse me,
3: and then just step through the crowd as if it wasn't there, and <laughs> just barrel towards this person. You would be able to let me in. Fabulous! I have the paperwork, we need to make sure that everything is okay inside this building and just like straight at him and like, you know, ignore everyone else through the crowd. All right, yeah, so you you push your way through easily, um,
2: you sort of see him go to close the door, but you do the classic put your foot there, um, stop from closing up and you pull out your, your documentation and you go very quickly so the other guards can't catch up, um. And you sort of push him on through the door. Um, and Rose, from up where you are, you see this happen. And you see Charles quickly enter the building as well on the, the ground floor. At the what's, moment, you're... so. Yeah, what's what's the you interior are. of this place look like? Yeah, so from where you are, you're up in, like, the back corner of the warehouse. Um, it's, it's not extremely large. Um, it's about... 15 metres long from side to side. So you're in one of the back corners um, and you're on this sort of second level. There's not really a solid floor. It's kind of just two gantry ways, one going ahead of you. And You see all the way across the gantry on the other side of the, the inside of the building is what seems to be maybe an office Um, and then another gantry way going down to your right. Um, Under the one in front of you, there's a few crates and larger boxes. And just in the, like, the open area of the warehouse floor, you see there are two Jeeps. Um, and you can see over the, the opposite corner from where you are is that door that's open, and Charles is pushing his way through right now. Um, this, this
6: office, does it look like there's anyone in there at the moment, or are they all down dealing with this? With... You can't see it. It's more of, like, just walls with doors in it. So there's a door um,
1: along, like, where the gantry ends, with the, the hanging room, and there are some stairs going up to it nearby, but
2: you can't see into it. There are no windows or anything.
6: I'm going to just sort of uh, creep up to, to, to the office and, and try and listen. Okay,
2: so yeah, you start moving across. What are our compatriots doing? Oh, what am I doing?
4: Uh, I don't think I've gotten easy into the warehouse, so I, I guess it's just like, oh, Dominic, I was so scared. You and I walk across the street where there's a goat, and I just sort of like you know, hug the goat and just sort of like try to play it off it. as just complete senile old woman moment like, um, public freak out in the street was just complete delusion. And then, and then you, uh, see, a, and then you see a llama, and you're like, Cusco, Cusco. Well, I'm thinking that while I'm out here, I can at least play lookout and see if um, reinforcements arrive. Yeah.
2: yeah so you're uh, you're sort of wailing for Dominic as you're running away or going back across the street towards the goat Takes the, <laughs> the attention of the two other guards, and they don't really follow um, as Charles pushes his way through and closes the door quickly behind him.
5: Is it um, is it reasonable gone, to assume that I can hear Charles's getting louder as he approaches the front of the building. If Charles
3: isn't being quiet in his approach to that building, right? This is all, like, way too yep. much drama. So you know I'm on way. Um, well, the way the, the building is set up, he's – so you're sort of – if we're looking at, a, like, a top-down view,
2: you're sort of at the bottom left corner on that lookout as the, the stairwell door is on the left-hand side but the other door is sort of on the bottom right corner, and that's the one that Charles has gone through. So he's gone to the other side uh, of the, the front of the building to where you are, but you can definitely
5: hear him, and you can hear it quickly fade as the door closes. Sounds like he's no longer in the street, but you can't see him. If that's the case, then once I feel confident that he's probably moved into the building, I will move into the building and find a hidey spot so I can keep an eye on what's going on in the building.
2: Okay, so you're going to go up where Rose entered
5: in, as that's the
2: closest door to you? Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, you you start moving up the stairwell and go into uh, into the building on that, that gantry way. Um, we have Harahel stopping um, being lookout out front. Charles yeah. is just hugging and go. And sweating. Hugging a goat. Amazing really blending in with the locals there. Dominique! Um, and um, Charles, you'll push your way through the door, and we have Rose continuing along this gantry way. Um, and you're, you're getting closer, and you get close to this room, uh, and you try the door, but it is locked once
5: again. So the door so is no, locked? Not for you, uh, Veronica, but for
4: Rose. Rose okay. going across the gantry towards the office room.
6: Uh, um, I, I I have a listen at the door. Does it sound like there's anyone in?
2: There. No, you can't hear any sounds. Um, but you do hear Charles trying to talk the ear off this other guard that is pushed inside. Um, so that's pretty loud in the warehouse. Okay. Well, um, I'm gonna try and uh, pick the lock on the door. Yep. So you would have a blessing for this one as well. Uh, would I have a second blessing because Charles
6: is uh, distracting everyone?
0: Yeah, if two if two situations can give a, a significant bonus, then you can draw three cards and take the best.
6: Cool.
2: Well, then yes, you can.
6: All right, let me just uh, let me just draw from the old deck. Uh, so there's the Queen of Swords, the Ace of Swords, and the Ten of Staves, and uh, I'll take the, the Queen of Swords being a court card, which is a full success. Yep.
2: Alright, so full success, you, um, it's, you know, it's a very light lock, you, you pull out some little
1: utensils of yours, uh, and it seems to be one of the easiest locks you've ever picked, you just kind
2: of pick up the sidewards. Just pull yeah. a bobby pin from my hair. <laughs> no respect. Just pull out a bobby pin use that, and it clicks open for you. Uh, You push it open, and you see that this office, you know, it's still got got these iron corrugated walls, but there's a lot of books everywhere. Um, It's just stacks of books. There's sheets of paper everywhere stuck up on the walls. It seems to be maps and um, ancient drawings, uh, or, like, sketches of ancient drawings. You see there's a table. Uh, on the table, we see more books, more paper, and there does seem to be what looks like a large, large bit of stone, flat bit of stone there.
4: Oh, please try and bring some of this back to me. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> this is just torture for you, isn't it?
4: I want it. I want it in my hands.
6: So the the flat bit of stone is that like just 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 kind of lying there? Is it is it does it
2: is it um is it propped up against a wall or does it look like it has anything on? So, yeah, you move over to the desk um, and you see it's just, it's laying on the table. Um, it seems to have these ancient carvings on it. Um, they look very like ancient South American, um, you know, some, some shapes, geometric shapes. Uh, it seems to be part of something larger. But you, you can't really read it at this moment. Um, and yeah, there's just lots of maps up on the wall. There's pinpoint dots, and yeah, just lots of books, lots of writings. Um, if you want to try and figure out what it is, you could, but I mean, this isn't exactly your specialty. No,
1: it's
2: funny, it isn't, but, uh, And I'm out here hugging a goat. God might, damn it! Uh, my, my, I, I, I might, I might call
6: for a memory on this one just to, to show the kids at home how it's done. Sounds good. Uh, well, the only so, um, the only person I don't have a memory from at the
2: moment is uh, Harriet. Well, I think this would would go in um, quite well for the type of memory you're asking for. Um, what's oh. what sort of skill you'd think you'd be asking for right now? Something along the lines of uh, history or sort of understanding translation. What are you feeling? Like?
6: Um uh probably I, I I guess I guess um much as I much as my much as I disdain archaeologists would 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 archaeology be too broad?
0: Fine with me. Maybe. Well okay, uh,
2: yeah. It's right, go ahead, see.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, it, it depends on how much you wanna specify in your campaign. Um, if you think that there should that you you're going to have a lots of different archaeology with people having different kinds of skills and how much you think archaeology can reveal, um, if you like you could you could ask for something a bit more specific like you know um, um, archaeology of the Americas or. But if history was on the table, then archaeology would definitely apply. Yeah.
4: So um, perhaps it's um, a rare text you brought to the librarian you heard could understand anything.
0: Remember to uh, give the memory a time and a place, mm. and describe it through your eyes. And you get full control, so you don't have to. You don't have to ask a question. You could just go. Here's what happened.
4: Mm. Um, sorry. Um, which so character we'll, am I generating we'll for?
2: Uh, for, rose. for Jake's character, For yeah, rose. The rose. Um, so we will go with, with that, like archaeology, that um, mm. historical artifact understanding, that, that kind of stuff.
4: An international thief who um, found an artifact. What sort of artifact did you find, Rose? Hey, you're
6: in the driver's seat here.
4: <laughs> oh, God, don't put the all on me. Can you, we can, all you can always
0: ask for more help and suggestions. It's not supposed to be exhausting. It's just you have final say. Oh, okay.
6: okay. Um, well, I, I, I'd say it was um, probably the thing that I... Uh, probably something that I nicked from that tomb on the way mm. out um, when, 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 when Veronica stopped me um so yeah basically i guess kind of something similar to this like a like a like a piece of, of stone with with, yeah. with etchings on it
4: and um no dictionary would translate that for you you just happened to hear about this weird ass librarian with an ink habit in china uh that can apparently read anything so um you brought it to me and we worked on it together for several nights and then we managed to develop a working vocabulary from it we're able to interpret the stone
6: um. What did it? What did it? What did it turn out to be? Do you have any ideas?
4: Um, a breakup letter, like uh, okay. apparently uh, the guy had just had some romantic notions in his life, and this uh, was him for so, like taking his grudge to the grave. It was just really bad poetry, really. Um, Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I, I, I translated a breakup letter with with Harahel. Um hmm. so I guess that it would be. Wasn't what archeology.
4: you wanted, was it? No,
6: no, it really wasn't. I was hoping. But for you trip. do
4: understand a unique language because of it.
1: But okay. I guess
4: uh, yep, archaeology, so knowing that. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you you can make um, this this archaeological check with a uh,
2: a blessing to understand exactly what's going on. In this room so you're trying to piece the piece the bits together so as you're doing that um the others are still you know moving around doing their stuff so um veronica you said you wanted to be finding a
5: little place to hide or do
2: you want to change that up
5: now I'm happy, for that? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy yeah i'm happy to i'm looking for a vantage point where i can keep an eye on things to make sure that none of my two associates get jumped Okay. Yeah. So the the gantry way um either goes forward,
2: um which is which the the route that Rose took over towards the office. Uh-huh. Um, but there is another one that goes to the right, which doesn't seem to go anywhere, but gives you a, a fair good view over
5: the interior of the building. Am I t- am I badly visible if I take that path? You would
2: be. Yes. There's no real hiding. Um, if someone was to look up on the gantryway, they—I mean—that they would see you. What you if could, What um, if I lay really flat? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the lighting isn't too great in this building, so yeah, if, if you were to go along the gantryway and sort of lay down,
5: um, they'd have to be looking for you to see you. Cool. Uh, that is what I will do because I want to make sure that um, my associates right. have a safe avenue of escape. I'm assuming I can still hear Charles. You can. Everyone in the oh, yeah. through the building. Charles. He, he oh. is, he is a, yeah. Charles.
6: Charles is in charge. Yeah, yeah.
3: We need to sort out this. I mean, we're talking about upgrading all the electricity into this entire village. So we need to make sure that all of the electricals in this building are fine. Just full on, just swamping this guy with whatever floats into my head at this particular time, and kind of making him follow me around like a like like a puppy. Right, to just kind of keep up with me talking about, and another thing that we need to make sure of, and it's another thing. Do you only keep Jeeps in here? And, and, and you know, just swamping this guy. Um, I'm not even necessarily particularly trying to get information out of him. I mean, if I can bewilder him something out of him in the process, great, but that's not the objective. The objective is to just keep making noise and keep him and anyone else in the building 100% off-guard and worrying about the loudmouth building
2: dude all right so yeah he he keeps following you around um and you see at one point he actually pulls out a little bit of paper and starts scratching down some things some little key points on how to better you know workplace health and safety around Mm. the area yeah um and yeah so you're just leaning around the building just chin wagging all you want um And you did, as you walked in, flicked a little switch um, on that door, locking it. And so you you hear knocking sort of coming from the door, but as they jiggle the door, they they can't seem to get it open, the people from outside. Um, Jake, we will head on back to Rose up in in the office and you're
6: decoding. I drew two major arcana here uh, for my blessing. It is the Hierophant and the Hermit. Um, So
1: if if any of these is is your signifier.
4: Higher
0: fetches mine. Okay, so even if someone isn't in a scene, a drawing of of someone's signifier can give them a new miracle. Uh, it can come in later, but it's just something that's been triggered, perhaps because of some memory uh, with this item or uh, something that applies. It also generates a full success in the draw. Um, perhaps uh, whether you can maybe even we can it can be dealt with through flashback, as if like. You, this memory is, is refers to the the flashback scene we had before of translating the other piece. Um, at that point, you remember that that Haruhel's relic did something, um, and it, it might react in a similar way. Um, but
2: so, so this is a new miracle for Harahel, because it's yes. her signifier.
0: Correct. Yeah. Um, so it'll be one of one applying to her uh, one or two dominions. And, uh, it will be a level one miracle, um, but as you can, um, it's up to you guys to work out the player, uh, and the scene to suggest what new miracle might appeal following along the, with the other miracles that you have, um.
4: So hang on, do I get a new miracle or can I use one of my miracles? No, again?
0: you get a new miracle. Every time you you're oh, cool. You get a new miracle. Because what's going on in the setting is that your relics are slowly waking up. When you originally uh, fell, all of your power went in there and you've had this limited amount for, for, for centuries and now it's slowly returning to you what you had back in heaven.
4: But this has just gotten really, really weird for me because obviously Charles is interpreting this tablet and... I like, um, is having the moment for Harahol. As far as Harahol is concerned, like hugging this goat has somehow woken this ancient power within
1: her.
0: Mhm. Uh, as uh, I say, you so can you can do it later say. in the fact. You can you can you can write around about when exactly it happens. Um, cool. It, it could be happening late. It could happen later when you're discussing um, these things in the future. But for now, we can have a full success about. We can work it out in downtime as well. Um, cool. Perhaps we can just resolve the skill check first.
2: All right, sounds good. So, um, Rose, as you're looking around um, the building, uh, inside this office, picking up the tablet, sort of looking everywhere, you get the feeling that someone's been, well, you understand perfectly that someone's been hard at work here, trying to figure out what this tablet means, um, and... And they have and as you look around the room you start to get an idea as well um there is something hidden nearby um and you look at the maps and you you get a fair understanding that it's about a two three hour drive from where you are through some of the, the forest and just down you know these these roads that have been beaten in by people driving through them not through any you know public works um you can't tell what is hidden, but you get the feeling it's something powerful. Um, steal, a <laughs> steal
4: a jeep. Steal a jeep. Steal a jeep. Steal a jeep. I think if we're finishing,
6: I think if we're finishing up here, um, uh, like the last, the last line would be um, Rose just rubbing her hands together and going, "Oh yes," as Shaw says, "This is my marmalade." <laughs>
0: Alright, well, will um, Rose succumb to the pressure uh, of stealing a jeep? Um, will there be a miracle of the goat? Uh, what is hiding in the jungle? We'll find out in our next episode. Thank you all for playing. Um, and uh, find out more at www.tinstargames.weebly.com relics. We'll see you all next week. Say goodbye, everybody.
6: Goodbye everybody. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye,
1: everybody. Goodbye, Doctor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.